And as a preparation of our first reading, and I think Margaret is already eager to start reading, because St. Paul is not very nice to his people of his time. And we can figure out for ourselves if that also counts for the people of our time. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Oh, stupid Galatians, who has bewitched you? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified? I want to learn only this from you. Did you receive the Spirit from works of the law or from faith in what you heard? Are you so stupid? After beginning with the Spirit, are you now ending with the flesh? Did you experience so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? Does then the one who supplies the Spirit to you and works mighty deeds among you do so from works of the law or from faith in what you heard? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Open our hearts, O Lord, to listen to the words of your Son. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Suppose one of you has a friend to whom he goes at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived at my house from a journey, and I have nothing to offer him. And he says in reply from within, Do not bother me, the door has already been closed, and my children and I are ready in bed. I cannot get up to give you anything. 
I tell you, if he does not get up to give him the loaves because of their friendship, he will get up to give them whatever he needs because of his persistence. And I tell you, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock on the door and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks the door will be opened. What father among you would hand his son a snake when he asks for a fish, or hand him a scorpion when he asks for an egg? If you then, who are wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The Gospel of the Lord. In the light of our first reading from St. Paul, that started so friendly by saying that the Galatians are stupid. I may be saying something controversial today that will get me angry letters, but who cares? <laughs> get them anyway. So if you look at the surveys that are done to find out why young people leave the church in such high numbers, you usually get the same answers. Sex abuse crisis, not welcoming those who have an irregular marriage, women cannot be ordained, LGBTQ issues, and its rigid stance on abortion. But the truth may be that, apart from some exceptions, even in parishes with a more permissible attitude to these topics, the young are either absent or have a chip on their shoulder. Often, these are not the real issues. Don't get me wrong, I'm the first to admit that the church has work to do, a lot of work. But not seldomly, these discussions are smoke screens for a rather casual abandonment of faith. I say casual because in many cases there is a near absence of struggle. They just leave and do other things on Sunday morning, things that they find more rewarding. Why that is? St. Paul answers that question to the Galatians whom he doesn't address very kindly. He asks them, Did you receive the Spirit from the works of the law? And his question implies the negative. No, they did not receive the Spirit from the works of the law. Because you cannot, you can simply cannot receive the Spirit from works of the law. To translate it in modern terms, you cannot get true inspiration 
from being right or being righteous. It may give a short feeling of self-esteem, but it disappears rather quickly and it makes place for emptiness. Emptiness, depression, or frustration. Christian inspiration, that is the one we share here together, only comes from the faith in the good news that we heard, the resurrection of the one who was crucified. It comes from the courage to start knocking on heaven's door because we know that there is someone there. Faith that inspires and gives mental power, yes, acknowledges that the church we live in is not perfect. She has many shortcomings, but her founder, Jesus Christ, is not like that. He is worthy to be trusted with the final outcome, a final outcome that surpasses any expectation. Simply trusting what we already know, trusting in human reason alone, is what St. Paul calls, calls work of the flesh. While we, by our baptism, have received the capacity to work in the spirit. And the Galatians had just lost that without much of a struggle. They had simply dropped the ball, and St. Paul rightly calls them stupid. So what about us here in Venice? What would be the way that St. Paul addresses us, each one of us here, if he could show up today? Well, let us not wait for Paul's judgment but let us just start knocking on heaven's door right now because we know there is someone there. And trusting in God's providence, we knock on heaven's door. We offer our petitions to the one who provides for all our needs. For those who shepherd our church, may the spirit of truth guide them in their ministry and preaching. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all nations, may the witness of committed Christians foster an increased desire to work for the common good. Let us pray for, to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who live in situations where they are oppressed, intimidated, or scared, may God's grace and courage fill their hearts and give them strength. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For members of this faith community, may God increase the fruits of the Spirit among us and guide us in using them to serve others. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have died, may God welcome them into his loving arms in heaven. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. This morning our special prayer is asked for the intentions 
of Chris and Cindy for whom this Mass is offered. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And may we pray that the Church continues or finds a new way to preach life in the Spirit, which is the fish that young people so often ask for, but not seldom are not getting. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Father, giver of every good gift, look with favor on the prayers of your church and answer them according to your will, through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.